Welcome to King's Touch Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And wherever you're listening from, we believe God's word will impact your everyday life. So we are going to talk today about walking in faith. Walking in faith. We are believers, okay? And we are called believers because we believe. We are called believers because we ought to believe. That is us. That is who we are. And we are called to, to walk in faith. So let's read. Let's have Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. It says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. For we walk by faith, not by sight. I want that to get to your head or to get to your heart most importantly. We walk by faith, not by sight. Sight is what you see, what you can easily touch, what is so visible, like that sight. So you see it and then you follow or you hear, then you follow. Like, but we are told to walk by faith and not by sight. Now, for us to do that or to walk by faith, I thought we should take a look at faith because we are called to walk by faith. And as, as you have heard people testify about God, as you've heard people speak about God, how they have seen God come through for them, that is to tell you that that's the work of faith. That is what faith brings. And that's why one can come back and say God did it. Because they believed God at some point, And God came through. So what is faith? Can we have Hebrews 11? Hebrews 11 from verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So what is faith? Faith is a substance. Faith is a substance. It's not a fiction. Faith is a substance. This is a substance. It's something. It's physical. You can touch it. This is a substance. Now, faith is a substance. Of what? Of things hoped for. A hope is a wish, a desire, wanting a thing to happen the way, the way you, you think it should or the way you want it to be. It is a wish. That is hope. It's a wish, a desire, or you want a thing to be in that case or in this way. But then faith is not hope. Okay? Faith is the substance of that which you hope for. You hope for healing. It begins from hope because you believe there is healing. You have heard about healing and God heals. You wish to be healed. But then, 
if faith doesn't come in, it remains a wish, it remains a hope, and hopes don't come to pass. Hopes are hopes. They're just hoping. Okay, so what is faith? So that wish, that desire of you being healed has a substance. That thing has a reality, and that is faith. So faith gives tangibility to your hope. So faith takes the hope from hopping around, as Pastor says, and then it makes it a substance. And that's what Pastor Fred would say in the, in the spirit realm. We have objects. We don't have just mere words. There are object, I mean objects. So if you say an arrow, we unleash an arrow. It is an arrow because it is a substance. When you say healing, it's practical healing because it is a substance. So faith gives tangibility to your hope. Okay? But then, after that, it also assures you because it is the evidence of that which you haven't yet seen. Okay? You hope, wish for a healing. And then the Spirit of God puts faith in you. It becomes real. It is already real before you touch it. But then faith assures you. It is the evidence. What's an evidence? Evidence. One of the definitions. It is something that is presented to the court of law to to assure or to prove that another thing is true. So, so it is something that assures you that that healing is true and it's there and it is real. So keep on believing. That is what faith is. Tukosawa. Do not sleep. Don't sleep. If you feel like you want to sleep, that's the enemy. So just stand up. Don't let this pass you. So never forget. Faith is not a myth. It's not a fiction. It's not fictitious. It's not imagination. It's something real than the table you can see. It's real than the chair you can see. Because this faith can make your table be something else. What is more real? It's not the sight, but it's the faith. Because the faith is the mother of what you see. Now, faith, you're told, it's, it's not as, as people have fed us. You know, faith, when I was growing up, I used to think it's like, okay, faith is like, you're not sure. You're not sure. So you're just waiting for whatever that will happen. Like, I'm just, I'm just living by faith. You know, that one, we take it out of context. I'm just living by faith. Like, I don't have money, so I'm just living by faith. It's like I'm just waiting for whatever that happens to happen. That is not faith. 
That is not living by faith. Living by faith is having it before you touch it. Because faith is the evidence. Now, what determines or what leads your prayers? What leads your prayers or what determines what you pray for? You're told faith is a substance and faith is the evidence. Does faith cause you to determine what to pray for? Or you bring in your things? Because if it is the evidence, it means that, I tell you, Monica, there is a healing for you. That is what determines the next step that you will take. You will tarry for the healing because the Lord has already placed in you an evidence of something that is there. That is not yet seen. But it is a substance because it's so real within you. It is so real. That's why faith is very personal. It's very personal. And if you're not at that level, don't tell your friend, like, you know what? It's not, it's not really possible for cancer. You know, cancer has to go. No, 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 no. Let them believe. Faith is very personal. You don't know what they have seen in their hearts. You don't know what they have seen. You don't know what they have heard. You don't know what they have conceived. You don't know the substance they carry. You don't know the evidence they carry. So faith is personal. So what I don't have faith in, I don't push myself into. Because I know faith grows. But when I catch it, I go with it. If I am not there, if I am not yet there, I take my time. I keep on following the Lord. I know my faith will grow. Because it is from faith to faith, it is from grace to grace. And when I get there, when I catch my substance, when I catch the evidence, I will tarry until it comes to pass. Because it is there. And at times it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. And the spirit of God doesn't release that evidence as heavy as, as he should because you are not yet ready. But when the right time comes, you will know this one I have to pursue. This one is there. That's why a pastor stands and say there is an anointing and people think it's just as usual. You don't know what they have seen. You don't know what they see. Faith is not sight. We are called to walk by faith. We are called to walk by faith. Not by sight. Not by sight. So, how sure are you for the prayer that you're praying for? How sure are you that you should pray for that prayer item? Do you have the evidence for it? Do you have the substance for it? Do you have the evidence of what you're crying for before God? Do you have the substance? Is it, is it real to you? If so, then it is there. It is for sure there. It is there because 
faith is there. And faith is the evidence of things not, not yet seen. Not yet seen. But it doesn't mean that they do not exist. They are just not yet seen by your sight. But they are there. Because if we go to um, the same Hebrew 11, I go to verse... Okay, let me begin from one, because I had read one. Now, faith is the evidence of things hoped for. Um, it's the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. This is what we hear. The Lord did, the Lord did, the Lord did obtained um, a good testimony by faith we understand by what by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god so god used faith it's by faith qua imani god used faith so by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible this is what faith does. Faith is the power of creation. The things that, the things that you see, they come from the unseen. If you don't see it, it doesn't mean that it's not there. But even if it's not there, he can call things that are not there as though they were. That is the God we serve. I mean, that is faith. He says it, take it. Say, Holy Spirit, make it, make, make it real to me. He cries within us, Abba Father. Why do you think? Tell me. Of all other things, you do not doubt that you're going to heaven. That you don't doubt. Why? The Spirit of God cries within us. He cries, Abba Father. He cries, Abba. So, he testifies within you. And that one bubbles up faith. And Beyond reason, I mean, nobody can tell you that you're not because you've seen the picture. It's as real as you can't even explain it, but it's so real. But you cannot even touch it. You cannot even touch it, but it's real and you can die for that. That is faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. And that's why Jesus, when he was told, look, he said, no, that is not how I walk. Look, uh -uh. I don't walk by, look. Sight doesn't lead me. Sight doesn't lead me. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, so it's, it's not see, then decide. It's not see, then, you know, uh-uh. It comes from here. And he says when he shall come, the spirit of truth. Let's read that. Is that in Romans? Um, we also have, yeah, Romans, no, no. Can we have John sixteen thirteen? Let's see what that is. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. So you are to follow. This is now where faith is. So faith is not you taking your own thing, your own agenda, and then you come and you push it on God and then believe God, I believe it will happen. No, 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 no. 
there is an agenda there is a leading it is you catching the leading and following the leading that is the evidence i am being led it has to be there i have been told go there has to be something i have been told arise i arise and there has to be something there has to be an evidence there has to be a substance okay so for he will not speak on okay he will guide you into all truth that's the spirit of god that's the spirit of truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will tell you things to come he will produce evidences within your hearts he will place substances within your hearts that you ought to pursue now that is what faith is even things like a car as little things as that since your life belongs to god there comes a time and god says now you need a car and you will just know it and it's not because you're greedy but you will just know it and you're relaxed but you know mm -mm. the lord wants me to have a car now you will know it a husband you know it when the time comes. He will tell you of things to come. He will tell you of things to come. So, that is how good our God is. And he calls us to walk by faith and not by sight. Why not by sight? Because the enemy is tricky. He uses sight to trick us. And let's, let's not play that we know better than him apart from God because... He's been there. He's seen the glory. He's seen the beauty. He has been there. Even age-wise. I don't call the devil stupid. Only before God. But when it comes to the devil and man, he has an advantage over man. And we cannot deny that. And that's why you're told, walk by faith. You follow your sight Ah, you're lost. Because she will look beautiful, but she is going to drag you down to hell. He will look handsome. He will be, you know, he will be attending church. He fears God. As, as we say. But he has the fear of God. What is the definition of that? How do you define fear of God? So, sight should not attract you. And most times, most times faith looks, all the times it looks crazy, contrary, but that is the way. And faith leads us to rest. Yes. Hebrews 4, Hebrews 4, let's go to Hebrews, I believe it's chapter 4, let me see. I have even gone out of my, I mean, that's not how my notes are flowing, but... Oh, yes. Um, let's go. Okay. Um, four one, eh? Now, uh, okay. Let me, before four, let me go to three. Hapa kidogo. Hebrews three. Um, from verse seven. 
Mm, let me see where I should start. Seven or five. And Moses indeed was faithful. Yeah, let's just read three from verse one. This is the word of God and it's beautiful. There is no overdose. I mean, if it's there, that's the best for us. <laughs> Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling. Do you know yourself? You are partakers of what? The heavenly calling. This is your identity. Now that you are partakers, he goes on and says, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him who appointed him, as Moses also was faithful in all his house. For this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses. Now that is Christ Jesus. In as much as he who built the house has more honor than the house. Now Jesus is the builder. So you're told that he has he is worthy of more glory as much as Moses also was faithful over the house eh? but this one mm -mm, we cannot compare he is just beyond that okay worthy of more honor than um yeah it says uh, for this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses in as much as he who built the house has more honor than the house sawa the builder has no has more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which would be spoken afterwards. But Christ as a son. So Moses was faithful, but capacity was as a servant. So that is where Moses ended. But then Jesus was faithful, but as who? as a son over his own house whose house we are now we are his house so when he tells you this is how we operate by faith don't act like you know better or don't act like he didn't see all these things happening no 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 okay yeah so whose house we are if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope from to the end. Now, holding back the, conf the confidence, holding on to it, if you remain faithful, if you stick, even when they said you can use another option, if you stick and say, no, 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 I am waiting on God because he told me to wait. If you hold on to that, then you are his house. If there is an if, if you hold on to the end, to the end, to the end. Therefore, verse 7, as the Holy Spirit says, today, 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 if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the day, as in the rebellion. In the day of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works 40 days, 40 years, sorry, 40 years. So they saw all this, but still they tested me and they tried me. Therefore, I was angry with that generation. I was angry with that generation. And said, they always go astray in their heart. And they have not known my ways. So I saw in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Now, this is what happened. 
They saw the works of God. They saw God moving. They saw the miracles. Beautiful. Okay? But then, something was wrong. Something was wrong. They tried God. And God was angry. And we shall know. We shall see the, the trying. And what made God angry? If we, and then, Akasema, as a result, they will not enter my rest. Why? What happened? 12. Beware, brethren. Beware. Lest there be in you, in any of you, an evil heart of what? Unbelief. Beware. Beware. We could be coming to church. But, but then he says, today, every day he speaks. Today, if you hear, do not harden your heart. So daily, the Lord is going to be speaking to us. He says, today, if you hear, do not, don't be like them. Do not be like them. We cry for rest. We pray for rest. But we don't believe. And according to God, he gets angry because that's an evil heart. It's evil. An evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today. Lest any of you be hardened through the deceitful the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confession steadfast to the end of our confidence. Steadfast to the end. While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. Now, let's go to four. Let's go to the next chapter. Therefore, that's four, Hebrews four. Yeah. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. God wants us so much to enter his rest. Then let us fear. Let us be careful. Let us consider our ways that we don't fall short of it. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. From the, the chapter that we read, they heard the gospel. It was preached to us as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. For we walk by faith. We hear the word of God every Sunday. It becomes normal, like it's another Sunday. Especially for the ministers. We love the house of God, it's beautiful. But you might find yourself coming into the house of God to set things, to arrange the chairs, because that's your duty, and you might be passed. It's beautiful to love God. But let us tremble before his word. Let us tremble before his word. So they heard the gospel, just as we are hearing the gospel. 
but it did not profit them. Have you, have you ever seen believers for five years and you wonder? Yes. The same, 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 same. The same challenge, the same challenge. The same talk, the same level of faith, the same prayers. And you wonder, what is going on? And we pray in the same church. Mm, it's the matter of a heart. He says, beware lest it's found in you the evil heart of unbelief. Because this is going to take you away from the faith. Beware. Let us beware. Let us check our walk over and over. Let us check our walk with God. So he says, um, for we who have believed, that's verse 3, for we who have believed, do enter, do enter. When I was reading this, I think it was last week, and I was, and I was reading this chapter. It says, for we who have believed, which is past tense, we have believed, do enter. If you remember your English properly, this is different from, for we who have believed, entered. So it's, it's not a one-time thing and then done. He's, but he says today, did he tell us today? Every day he calls today. It's rest for us. He provides rest. Every, mm-hmm. If you decide, he says, if you will not harden your heart, you will receive the word. You will mix it with faith. You will enter rest. Today. So, ikifika kesho, today. Mm-hmm. Next year, today. As long as it's today. Uh-huh. Now faith is. Yeah, so he says, yeah, so I saw in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Although, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world, for he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works and again in this place they shall not enter my rest since therefore it remains that some must enter it and those who ha- and those to whom it was first preached did not enter because of disobedience again he designates a certain day saying in david when today after such a long time as it, it has been said today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not afterwards have spoken of another day. There remains therefore a rest for the people of God. There remains therefore a rest for the people of God. Could it be that some struggles we go through is just because we don't allow the spirit of truth to tell us of things to come and then we just obey and then we just follow? Could it be that we are led by sight? We are led by this is how we do it. We are led by, you know, this is... uh -uh. Rest today. So there is another. Today you can enter rest daily it's there daily and this is when i came to notice when when we were growing up i 
the Sabbath concept used, used to be in my mind. And I'm like, but the seventh day. But then it's not like for now, ever since God rested, it's Sabbath. It's Sabbath. Yani, ever since he finished, he finished. He rested after, after all. So he's, so he's calling us into, the, into his rest with him. So it's, it's not like Monday. He says, Monday, go, 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 go. Go, go, go. And then after, come rest. Uh, go, go, go. Uh-uh. It's daily. But this is for who? For those that will walk in faith. Those that will walk in faith. Not by sight. Sorry, Tin. Okay. For he who has entered his rest has, yes, has himself also seized from his works as God did from his. You see? Sometimes there are people we might call lazy. Okay, for me, if you consider me lazy, I don't mind so much because uh, there is rest. Now, and I said faith is very, is very personal. It's very, and God will reach you up by your faith. As long as you are not out of the word of God, ah, God is going to reach you as per your faith. And if you are genuine about it, but he's a father, Jamani. He won't let you just believe, you know, of things and then he just lets you and lets you. No, no, no. He will guide you. He will teach you. Yes, Yana, you believed on this. It was crazy, but, but this is how we do it. He's a father. He's a friend. Now, for me with God, I'm not scared to mess up because the, the years when I was so scared to mess up are the years I messed up the most. When I learned, when I learned, I was delivered when I learned the verse that his, his grace teaches us to walk away from evil. That was when I was delivered. That it is the same grace that gives me the good that I don't deserve. It's the same grace that will teach me to walk away. So it's not about my works. Now, if you think if you think that you need to work a little bit more, that's your faith. I choose to surrender and say, Father, mm -mm, I cannot do this. I cannot do this. And there are times I would rise up. At times I would be in the midst of the sin. Like you're committing a sin. And all you can say, God, if your grace doesn't come through, God, I I'm just done. God, I am done. And you worship your God. Are you ashamed to worship God when you have messed up? I learned to also stop that. I mess up. I pour out a worship. Right there. God, I love you so much. God, I love you so much. I once told God. I remember. God me, I love you. And I will not stop telling. And when I'm talking about messing up, people think before, like before you meet Christ. You have met Christ. You're in Christ. You love God. I told God, you know what? Me, I love you. I am born again. And I will tell people that I am born again. 
Even those that I will mess up with, I will tell them that I am born again. So, you either change me, or we, we just go like this. Yeah. You mess, yes, I am born again. Yes, so you do, I am born again. So God, you will deal with that. And for the sake of his name, for the sake of his name, unless if it is not our God, Unless if he's not. I said, I am not going anywhere. If you, I will not. No, I will stay. I will go to church. I will be filled with the spirit. I will go out. And I will say, God, I have messed up again. If you don't change me. Who can? Who can? Faith. You're made righteous. Because you believed. Huh. Because you believed you're made righteous. There was a day. It was a bad day for me. Do you know, there is messing up and there is messing up big time. And for some... (laughs) And for some of us, God alitukuza kwa kutuficha. I am one of the people I can say if God exposed me, I wasn't. I mean, you know, anakuficha. You mess up, but he covers you. You know, he puts the beauty on you. And they don't know and you're there crying and say, God. And that's why I can never point a finger on somebody. I can never point a finger. But God is such. Quelly love covers a multitude of sin. So, after I messed up bad, I remember going to my friend. And I said, today, it's bad. And I was crying. And they used to, you know, I'm there strong, strong. Like, hey, you, you're, today you're like that. I'm like, I, it's bad. So I was crying and we were praying. And then God, one, that, that day, something broke in my spirit. And then he told me, Harriet, before you sinned and after you sinned, you are the same to me. Before you fell into that sin and after the sin, you are the same to me. Now, why is it that after the sin you come to me crying so much? So, it's like, now that is self-righteousness, eh? Kwamba, now that I have sinned, I am dirty. But before I sinned, I had confidence before God, eh? And I would go to God and I would, you know, sing and say, God, I love you and what. But now that I've sinned, there's a way you want to shy away because of the sin. And your but then he says, but the blood does the same. The blood is the same. The blood of Jesus. Before you sinned, you, my child, a believer, and after you have sinned. So, after you have sinned, why is your confidence in the blood reduced why do you think that now the 
the blood is not working effectively as before you had sinned. Because before you sinned, you know, the blood has washed me clean. So I am clean and I am righteous because I believed. But after an act happened, now the being made righteous because of faith is now challenged. And the work, the dirty work tries to exalt itself. Saying, Harriet, you didn't work better here. You didn't work better. Let me tell you something. God sees your heart. And you know it, you will know it when you are taking the grace for granted. And and when you know that, please stop. But when you have done all you can, you have tried all you can, and that struggle is still there, let the Lord glorify himself. One day, it will break off you. If you tarry, for me, there was one struggle I had for so long back then. And the day that it broke loose was the day that, you know, I had come from a worship session and then boom, that one happens. And I'm like, God, God, even after such a presence, I mean, and, you know, I would be under the presence so much. God, even after such a presence, I fall into this. And then God said, and then God, t- God told me, Harriet, go and tell such that are struggling like that, that I love them. And that was the end of my struggle. The end of that struggle. It never came back. It can't come back. It can't come back. It can't come back. It has no place. So hold on. Keep on believing God. Keep on believing God. It's not making sense. They are laughing at you. You look weird. You look awkward. You don't look like the rest. It's okay. Keep on believing God. For we walk by faith. Not by sight. Now, let us do something. Don't go to... Okay. Verse 6 of Hebrews 11. Uh, let's start from 5. Hebrews 11, 5. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So, those who come to God, do you come to God? Yeah, we do. Must what? Believe that he, that he is. That he exists. He is God. He is there. Our Father who art in heaven. He is there. Okay? You must believe that he is also a rewarder. Okay, so whatever that you're seeking from God, whatever it is, just know he will reward you in his due time. Just humble yourself. But in that proper time when he has planned, it will come to pass. So you must believe that he is a reward. Okay, but then it is not, it's for those who diligently seek him. 
now there will not be diligent seeking if there is no faith faith will cause you to hold on faith will cause you to seek even when it looks impossible faith will cause you to just stay there and say father i know you will come through even if do you know what faith is even if i don't see it i believe anyways that is what faith is because we have a cloud of witnesses that didn't see the promise come to pass but we we, we saw we witnessed i mean jesus but they talked about jesus the picture was placed in their hearts and they believed and they told us a child will be born a son will be given they saw the picture and they told us and they died believing but we enjoyed we enjoyed so faith is even if it doesn't come to pass in your time you saw it he led you believe it the rest is up to him faith has no bounds faith has no except for the, no 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 i believe i believe i believe all the way that is faith so believe that he that he is believe that he rewards so believe in him as him his name believe that he rewards the works of his hands personality he is faithful he's a just god he's just believe in all that okay but diligently seek him because if you just end up at just believing god is the devil doesn't doubt that god is he actually knows better than us because he 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 served he saw the mighty of god he saw the power he so he knows so it doesn't end there He doesn't know that he rewards his people and that's why he comes fighting. He knows. But what is different? He doesn't di- diligently seek him. Now faith doesn't just end up believing that he's there. I mean religion teaches us to God is there, God is what, but he doesn't take us to seek him. You see? Because even those that are not born again out there, they don't doubt that God is they know God is they don't doubt that God rewards and what that's why they go offer prayers but that's the end the package is not complete we have to be led to diligently seek him to complete the puzzle so the enemy doesn't mind for you to know that God exists good take it god rewards good take it run to the prophets he doesn't mind but diligently seeking is what he will hold back from the people. Diligently seeking God, seeking him. It takes faith. It takes faith. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and share the message to your family and friends. Follow us on our social media at Kingstar Church.